0: Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through Paul's letter to the churches of Galatia, the book of Galatians. Today is episode 338. We're looking at Galatians chapter 3, verses 1 through 6. Let's read our passage. You foolish Galatians, who has cast a spell on you before whose eyes Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified? I only want to learn this from you. Did you receive the Spirit by works of the law, or by believing what you heard? Are you so foolish? After beginning with the Spirit, are you now finishing by the flesh? Did you experience so much for nothing, if in fact it was for nothing? So then, does God give you the Spirit and work miracles among you by your doing the works of the law? Or is it by believing what you heard? Just like Abraham, who believed God, And was credited to him for righteousness. This is Paul's letter to the churches of southern Galatia that he has just visited on the first missionary journey with Barnabas. They've gotten back to Antioch in Syria, and have gotten word, there's problems in Galatia, that these groups that we call Judaizers are telling people that they must become Jews in order to be saved through the faith in Jesus Christ. And so Paul's sending this letter to, well, straighten it out, to help equip the Galatians to oppose this false teaching, because the false teachers are creating quite a bit of trouble. They've not yet had the Jerusalem Council of Acts 15, in which the full leadership of the church in Jerusalem with the apostles and elders, they'll put it in writing with this letter that, they then take to the Gentile churches. So Paul's combating this prior to the Jerusalem council. Chapters 1 and 2, Paul basically give his, the history of his, not so much his life, but his encounter with the gospel. And then in the end of chapter 2, he wrapped it all up and basically said, so if you know, all this, what the false teachers are telling you is true, then Christ died for nothing. There was no reason for the crucifixion. And you might think, well, okay, that's that's it. He said all there needs to be said. He could all right, sign the letter and send it to Galatia, and, and that would be it. But no, he goes on, because now in chapters 3 and 4, he gives this deep theological argument about justification by faith. It's more than just saying it. He's going to bring out a lot of Old Testament to show this, because he's dealing with people who are being influenced by Jewish people who are saying, no, you've got to become Jewish. So he's going to use the Old Testament. Now, Paul believes the Old Testament. All the Jews believe the Old Testament. But it's not just a, uh, a reference book that he's using as for proof texts. He believes in the, the Word of God. And he is using the Old Testament verses here when he uses them as... Thus saith the Lord, and this is, you is got to believe this because this is from the Word of God. But he also uses a lot of just logical argument and uh, argument from the experience of what they've seen happen in their lives so far. So in, in chapter 3, starting with verse 1, he says, You foolish Galatians. This is strong language. Calling them foolish? Isn't that rude? Well, We know he cares about them. In the opening of the letter, he calls them his brothers. A little while later, he'll call them his children, so he cares about them. But he's concerned that they're being led astray by these false teachers. And they are false teachers, and being led astray, they are, because they're being presented with a a twisted gospel. And as we saw earlier, a twisted gospel is not the gospel. You can't mess with the gospel, otherwise you have something that's not the gospel. So you foolish Galatians, who has cast a spell on you before whose eyes Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified? So who cast a spell on you? This cast a spell is a, uh, a, a Greek word, bascano, and it's uh, what they call in Greek studies a hypax legomenon, which means this is the only place you find it that this this word is the the only place it's used in the Bible cast a spell bewitched it's translated a few different ways but that's exactly what it means it somebody has done something and not just tricked you not just uh, led you astray or lied to you but actually bewitched you cast a spell on you and who has cast a spell on you. Well we know who, the false teachers. However, we lose it some in the English, but in the Greek this who is singular. So we don't want to make too much of that, but the implication here, who cast a spell on you, so it's a different word that's not used often here. It's more than just not who lied to you, but who singular has done this, well, I think he's talking about who's the father of lies. Well, we know Satan's the father of lies, and he's behind this to subvert the gospel. And it says, cast a spell on you, and it's you guys, because before your eyes, Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified. What he's saying here is this idea of publicly portrayed as crucified, meaning that's what we preach to you. Christ crucified that's the gospel we preached the gospel to you publicly we publicly portrayed to you Christ as crucified and he's just said uh, at the end of chapter 2 because if the judaizers are right then the crucifixion was for nothing because if you can be forgiven of sin through obedience to the jewish law then then what use is the crucifixion lynchpin of The gospel is the crucifixion of Christ, which pays for the penalty of sin. We preached that to you. You saw it, but somebody has bewitched you and led you astray. Verse 2. Here he begins a series of six questions, pointed questions. And they're not difficult questions. Let's look through them and see. Verse 2. He says, I only want to learn this from you. First question. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by believing what you heard? Well, there's an obvious answer to this question. If they would actually truthfully answer the question, well, no, they received the Holy Spirit through faith, by believing. That's when they received the Holy Spirit, not by following the Jewish laws. So his first question here, well, how'd you get the Holy Spirit in your life, was it? by the belief in the gospel, through faith, or through following the law, well, like the Judaizers say you got to do. So, the Holy Spirit, that, that work right there, that's evidence of what I'm telling you is correct. Then, verse 3, he begins with, are you so foolish? It's okay, it's just slapping him again. No, it's, if you really truthfully answer the first question, well, yeah, we got the Holy Spirit by believing the gospel not by obeying the law. So, okay, well if that's true, then why are you being led astray? Are you that foolish? Third question. After beginning by the Spirit, are you now finishing by the flesh? And so it's like you stepping down to a lower level here. You you began this walk of faith as a Christian by believing the gospel, by receiving the Holy Spirit. That's how you began Now you're going to back up to what we had before Christ. Just following rules. Verse 4. Question 4. Did you experience so much for nothing? If in fact it was for nothing. This is uh, challenging them. Okay, All the things you have experienced with the Holy Spirit, with the work of God in your life, seeing the gospel at work. Did that count for anything? If, If it Counted for something, why are you going back to the law? Then verse 5, which is question 5. So then, does God give you the Spirit and work miracles among you by your doing the works of the law? Well, the answer is obviously no. They saw the Holy Spirit at work. We saw miracles at work before they were being led astray by the Judaizers. So, Paul's challenging them to all the things that happened when he was there. All the things that happened when they believed. All the things that happened when they received the Holy Spirit. And he's saying, does that mean anything? So how can people show up and say, well, no, that you really can't be a follower of Christ unless you do these things. Maybe you weren't watching. Then, second half of verse 5, question 6. So he's first asked, did give you the Spirit and work miracles by doing works of the law? Or, question six, or is it by believing what you heard? Just like Abraham, who believed God and it was credited to him for righteousness. Included verse six here, just to give the continuity here of the sixth question and the continuity of uh, believing what you heard, like Abraham. We're actually going to talk about Abraham next time because the next uh, bit of his theological argument is looking at the example of Abraham. So we'll, we'll hold off on talking about Abraham, but this is the, the contrary. Did you see the Holy Spirit and work miracles by doing the works of the law, or was it by believing what you heard? And this is kind of a repeat of the uh, first question back up in sh- verse 2. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or believing what you heard? So for first question, did you receive the Spirit by that? And then the the last question is, did you see the work of the Spirit, the miracles, by following the law or by believing what you heard? So his challenge to him is, here he's not making any Old Testament arguments or anything. He's just based on their experience. You all received the Holy Spirit when you believed. And didn't that mean anything? You saw the works of the Holy Spirit after you believed. You were saved when you believed and now people show up saying "Eh, no that wasn't right no that's why he says you foolish galatians who bewitched you who cast a spell on you then in verse three are you so foolish so he's sounds like he's being rude but no, he cares about them and so he these these questions here. They're they're not tough theological questions. They're based on the experience that the people he's writing the letter to, they were there. They saw it. They experienced it. And so he's challenging them. Did not you see what happened when we were there with you? Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as I continue working through Paul's letter to the Galatians.